has just grown to this national uh, movement. We've sent more than 25,000 letters to 50, all 50 states across the country. Hi, I'm Dr. Kishishin. Welcome to our podcast series, House Calls with Dr. K. During this series, we're gonna talk about many different things, but specifically, it's about medicine, the human side of medicine. We all have questions about our health, and who can you turn to, the providers that you trust? Thank you. You are going to be on our podcast, House Calls with Dr. K, and we have these lovely letters that were written by people from all over the United States to thank you for all the work that you've been doing. Dear Frontline Heroes, thank you. Our communities are forever indebted to the work you are doing to keep us safe and to protect those we love. The long hours you put in, the sacrifices you are making in your lives, and since experiences you are powering through, they are not going unnoticed. You are the superheroes of our world, and we are so incredibly proud of you, as you should be of yourselves. Dear frontline worker, regardless of your job, I know that it is important for the well-being of all of us. Thank you for all the sacrifices you are making in order to work on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic. I truly appreciate your sacrifice and the risk you take. Every day, by staring this virus in the face, you are strong, and unbreakable. I admire everything you do and hope to one day do something as honorable as what you do every single day. Keep fighting and stay strong. Dear healthcare hero, I wanted to thank you for everything you have been doing to make us safe. Your work during this difficult time will not go unnoticed. Your courage to face this virus and save lives while putting your health at risk must be honored. Congratulations, you are a true hero. Know that what you did will be forever marked in history as much in the books as in the lives of the people you helped. Sincerely, Maria Santos, Miss Cayuna. Hi everyone, welcome to House Calls with Dr. K. Today we're joined by the Lockdown Letter team from UPenn. Welcome everybody. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Um, just an introduction of everyone here. I'm Preeti, I'm the president. My name's Joey, I'm the vice president, I'm a rising senior. I'm Heta, I uh, run the Facebook and Twitter accounts. Um, I'm Noor and I'm the ambassador for the West Coast. So uh, Preeti, tell us a little bit about how this started and what was the initiative behind the Lockdown Letters? Yeah, for sure. So Lockdown Letters started um, essentially as a group chat last March. A bunch of our friends, we got together and we were just talking about how we wish that we could be playing a more active role during the pandemic. Um, but obviously we ourselves can go out into the community. And so we thought our next best bet was to support those who are going out every day on the front lines. And so we got together, we had this idea of showing our appreciation um, and we started small. We were trying to collect thank you letters from schools that we knew, from our friends, family, um, and sending them to hospitals that we were connected to. And then since then it's just grown to this national uh, movement. We've sent more than 25,000 letters to 50, all 50 states across the country. And um, they're just really happy to see how far we've been able to come. And Joey, talk about the organization and and the system and how it works. Yeah, so we basically started out with, um, I think it was seven of us um, who kind of founded the initiative. Um, and our first kind of, I think, point of like what we wanted to get accomplished was our website and kind of like setting up our branding. So we created a website, um, we created like our lockdown letters name and our branding and kind of decided on the system in which we would collect letters. So we reach out to these sources. So we'll reach out to schools, we'll reach out to campus organizations. Uh, we'll have like writing power hours where we bring in clubs over Zoom and we kind of talk about our initiative. We show some videos. 
um, kind of show the different sites across the country that we're sending letters to. And then we have people actually write the letters and submit them. And um, we answer any questions as well. So those are kind of our live sessions. Uh, we've also reached out to like National Honor Society or community service initiatives within high schools across the country. Um, families do it as kind of like a fun thing during the holidays as well. Um, and so once we receive those letters electronically through our submission form, uh, which is on our website, we have like three different methods of submitting. You can either take a photo, upload it. Um, you can also just type into a text box and then you can also write it on, you can print out one of our templates and write on it and submit it. Um, but then we do all the editing on the back end. So we fit it into our really nice templates that we have people design. We've kind of outsourced that. So we've had a bunch of different graphic artists kind of work on those and we kind of stick our campaigns around holidays. So we send them like during Thanksgiving, we sent one during the winter holiday season, during Valentine's Day, because um, th those are kind of like our main points when we send out a bunch of letters and we kind of have those collection periods up until then. So then when we receive all those letters, we edit them, frame them in our templates, put them in batches, um, and then we send them. All this is done electronically, which is how it's so seamless and how we've kind of expanded so quickly. Um, and so we send them off into these batches of zip files or however the hospital wants to receive them. And then once the hospital or the frontline facility receives them, they're kind of in charge or they have the responsibility of distributing them. Uh, we don't want to control the ways in which they're distributed. And also we send different letters and numbers to different places. Um, and that's kind of how it's worked so far. And I think that we've kind of gained traction through a lot of coverage. We had our school newspaper, the Daily Pennsylvanian feature us, the Philadelphia Inquirer featured us. And so kind of getting the message and getting the word out has been really crucial to having more people know about us and also continue to write letters. We have some writers, we have this one writer who's an alumni, her name is Doris. She's one of our favorites, our MVP. Uh, she's written like over 20 to 30 letters for us. She writes them consistently. She writes poems, she writes short stories, she draws little pictures. And so we're really appreciative of, our, of all of our letter writers, but also especially those who have kind of stuck with us um, since the beginning. And Hedda, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how LACUSC came into the picture and the communication there. Uh, so I think Joey facilitated that because he's from California. Um, I don't know if Joey wants to speak a little bit more about that. Um, I was actually organizing more of the southeastern states, but um, sure, I could talk about that Hedda, and then you could talk about like the um, doc, the little documentary that we made, or the, the videos and the yes. stitching and the the letter writing speaking initiative that we've been doing. But um, <laughs> yeah, so. Really quickly, sorry, I talk a lot. Um, we, uh, I reached out to them, I think in the beginning, I think it was early fall to LACUSC and we kind of were all assigned, us original seven were assigned to these different regions. And so I had the West Coast being from California. I reached out to them just with like a, a cold call email basically and said, hey, would you be interested in receiving letters? We started this initiative. It's worked at other hospitals across the nation. Um, and then we sent our first batch. And since then you guys have been really responsive and. Uh, I hope that they've made a great impact and it seems that they have. So we're really grateful for that. Um, and we've also sent, I think we sent our video, uh, which Hedda will talk about. So. Yeah, so uh, we actually reached out to several of our letter writers um, to kind of have them come together and uh, you know read from their letters and kind of create this new letter from all these different pieces. And uh, what we kind of wanted to convey is that we're all in this together. Um, you know. Of often we are sending these individual letters to these hospitals, but creating this, you know, multimedia product um, in which people were, people's voices were kind of melded together, really symbolized, um, you know, how collaboration and community is the only way we're going to really get through this. Um, and we were really moved uh, to be able to send it to your facility, but also other facilities, um, which we were grateful to kind of have this and, and share it amongst their, their frontline workers. Well, we, 
had just had an event um, not that long ago, an hour ago, where we basically set up a booth and provided healthcare workers that came up to the booth an appreciation thank you letter, really, is what it was from the letters that you guys had sent over to us. And so many people were just touched by the letters. Um, some had tears in their eyes and others were just so excited that they got to keep their letter. So we, in, you know, we handed out letters, uh, different letters to different people. And, and this was in light of, you know, um, Hospital Appreciation Week and kind of the events that we were doing. I don't know if you've gotten a lot of feedback from other institutions about how much of an impact your letters have made, but I will say having been the one giving out the letters to people not too long ago, that it meant a lot to all different healthcare workers from EVS to social work, to nurses, to doctors. Um, they were really proud to read the letters. Um, and I don't know if you've received that kind of feedback, but if you haven't, it's important for you to know that your work really means a lot to a lot of different people. Yeah, um, I would say we've received a lot of really wonderful feedback uh, from people. Once we've sent them the letters, we always hear back saying um, this has really brought a smile to the faces of uh, these doctors or nurses or uh, grocery workers who honestly, it's like this letter kind of um, gave them hope and gave them um, felt they felt appreciated for the work they did and they felt acknowledged and seen. Um, and so we've received uh, videos back from a few hospitals. We've received pictures of doctors and nurses holding up the letters they've received, um, as well as really kind words from many people about um, the letters we've sent, which has been um, amazing to read. And it's it's great feeling like even though this is such a small thing for people to just write a letter and then send it, um, that it can have um, quite a, an impact on the morale of these frontline workers. Absolutely. Now, before we wrap up, please tell us individually what, what comes next for each one of you, because you're so impressive and we want to know what's in store for the future. Um, well, for me, I am a rising junior. I just finished my uh, finals for sophomore year. So uh, in the future, I'm hoping to next year start applying to dental schools and then hopefully get into one and become a pediatric dentist. Oh, pediatric dentist. Lovely. Um, kind of following along, but I'm going to med school this fall um, and uh, just really super excited to take on this journey. And this pandemic has definitely highlighted to me um, the challenges as well as the, the rewarding nature of this, this role, um, you know, given that healthcare workers and other frontline workers have had to kind of keep society running um, and, and keep our communities um, safe during this difficult time. And so I know that it's going to be full of full of obstacles and uh, as we continue to navigate um, medicine and how it constantly changes in the coming years. Uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have been able to give back through lockdown letters. And what kind of medicine do you think you're gonna practice in the future? Any Ooh. thoughts? No, not sure yet. I, I like go from neurology to EM to OB-GYN, uh, to psychiatry oh, possibly oncology i don't know we're, we're really like we're really all over the place and i'm looking forward to clerkships to really figure it out <laughs> great um i am a rising senior so i have one more year left of undergrad which i'm it's gonna be bittersweet i think i feel like i, I should still be a freshman or a sophomore at this point just because the pandemic's taken away 
a lot from the college experience, but I think that serving as part of lockdown letters has kind of made up for that, honestly. I think serving with, just kind of noticing how I think inspired a lot of like other fellow undergraduates, especially the ones here are in terms of like making a difference and serving their community, even when we're not physically together, but kind of like through technology and through Zoom, we were able to help out and make an impact and kind of recognize frontline workers. Um, I'm hoping to take a gap year or maybe two, if I can convince my parents um, to work in community health or public health, um, hopefully abroad, I'm not sure quite yet. Um, and then I hope to go to med school and my ultimate dream is to become a practicing pediatrician or work in family medicine. Um, so that's where my head is right now, yeah. Great. Um, I will be graduating with a master's in nonprofit leadership next week. Um, and so looking to enter the nonprofit social impact space and finishing up interviews right now for that. Well, thank you all for being here and thank you for everything that you do. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're a healthcare worker. Thank you for caring for the sick. I really hope that you're able to keep yourself safe because I know how hard your job is, especially now. Thank you for working hard to keep our community safe. Dear healthcare hero, I cannot imagine what life has been like in your shoes this past year. Not everyone can do what you do. So you are so incredibly strong and resilient. I cannot express my appreciation enough for the hard work and sacrifices you've made. Your impact reaches far beyond your patience. Thank you for choosing a career path aimed towards helping people. Dear healthcare warriors, first and foremost, I would like to thank you for all the effort that has been done in helping victims of COVID. There isn't a day that goes by where you guys aren't in my thoughts. I am so appreciative of your acts of bravery, courage, and dedication to help victims every single day. I can only imagine how hard and stressful these times must be, but your acts of selflessness, selflessness and completely uh, are completely unmatched. I hope you still have time for self-care and doing things that bring you happiness. When this pandemic ends, we will all still always be grateful for your work. Once again, thank you so much. Dear healthcare worker, I admire your incredible strength during this difficult time. You are the modern day superhero and every day um, you spend fighting on the battlefield. My love and appreciation for you. Thank you for tuning in today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and to subscribe to the LAC USC Medical Center YouTube channel where you can find all of our previous episodes in addition to the episodes located on anchor.fm slash housecallswithdrk. We also want to hear from you. So email us at lacuscpio at dhs.lacounty.gov. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.